0: Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. Welcome back.
1: It's good
0: to be back. You (laughs) all survived last week. It's good to be back. Um,
1: Yep. Kind of. Good.
2: Think I mean it, it? Kind of. It went didn't go great last time, but go <laughs> terribly either for me. The, the other guys might disagree, but you know. Yeah. Tommy was doing okay. did not know why everyone just <laughs> fucked off on him. But...
1: I have a level of exhaustion.
2: Oh yeah. yeah so, bad, so do I right now.
1: <laughs> In person, <laughs> level of exhaustion. Yes.
0: Yeah, so. They will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Brittany Sneers, our Veldalkan wizard. And, well, I mean, I guess to recap, last week you engaged in combat with the undead court, you have to assume the vampiric masters of this island, as they were holding a little trial for some hostages. And combat ensued. And then some more combat ensued. And then monsters came out of the forest and even more combat ensued. And you took a lot of damage. Flo is on 3 HP when she left the fight. Brittany, I think, was also pretty hurt. I don't quite remember how much you had left. Not not a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I think Tommy is the only one who's doing okay, but was suddenly finding himself surrounded by enemies as uh, Brittany decided to dimension door Sophia out of her because Brittany only really cares about Sophia staying alive. It suddenly got a little bit lonely. Yeah. Gotta be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that your MO? Is you have to look after me?
3: Yeah, pretty much. Hey.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but in roleplay, you don't know that, so.
1: <laughs> I do. You're, you're emplo- employed by. I know you're employed by my dad, so I'm assuming you might be arch.
4: No.
3: No, you might be arch, uncle. No, not really. It does quite work like that. I just have to make sure you don't <laughs> die. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that I can't hit <laughs> you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Always good idea to annoy the wizard.
1: Yeah, Well, yeah.
0: But uh, yes, Tommy found himself cornered by the, uh, the Malkui, the dark judge of this little court, and the Hungry, as it had found you all due to her screaming and the general noise of battle. And it turns out that thing's a fucking monster in combat. It tried to eat Brittany and almost succeeded. And then the Malqui Pour out a chunk of Sophia's life force. And yeah, it all just went to hell, didn't it? A bit of a, a tactical retreat that I believe was very wise at that point. You actually did cause a lot of damage, and you got the hostages free, at least most of them. I believe in total about three died overall.
2: I was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty fair going, to be honest. I don't think we could have done much better in that situation, bar some really, really lucky dice rolls. Uh, yeah considering we were getting warped. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- y- you were getting warped, <laughs> yeah, that was, um, but yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think came away, if not a win wasn't it wasn't exactly a loss either,
1: yeah, but those yeah. guys are still behind us,
2: I mean, yeah, in fact they're they they're kind of between us and where we want to go, yeah, so. Exactly. We can yeah. think about a different, what
0: different route. Though, for just so you know, I mean, obviously, this is a big forest and a big island. It's not like you have to go through this little glade. It's just that you were going through this glade and you heard ongoings of the trial. But you have been getting hunted by the hungry and his ravenous little minions for most of your trek through the forest. So, maybe he's still on the hunt. You don't know. But at the moment, Brittany and Sophia are more or less back where you started the day. Like this, we weren't too far into the day, so Brittany basically dimensioned you back to somewhere she was familiar with. Basically your morning camp or nearby it. Whereas Tommy has had to leg it into the woods and is quicker than the hungry over just flat out running. So has been able to evade at this point in time. Tommy by himself, very stealthy boy and very quick, not too difficult to get completely away. But I guess we'll, we'll bring ourselves back in here at this moment so tommy you are running through the woods these dark despair inducing woods the brambles and thorns are scratching at you as you push through the trees and foliage you run as hard as you can your heart just pounding out of your chest you're a little bit hurt but you're not too bad overall but you know that your friends were in a dire state and then they suddenly disappeared you have to assume magic at play so you're just kind of hoping that things have gone well there and the hungry has been hot on your tail but it looks like you've finally gotten away from it you don't know how far behind you it is but you've got to a point where you can take a breather and maybe think about something else other than running so what are you going to do
2: oh all right so i've been heading in the direction of kind of where we came from effectively
0: um take
2: a bit of stock reload everything and then i mean i'm thinking i'm thinking probably just to continue doubling back for i don't know maybe the um maybe the rest of the morning to see what i can find see if i can find, find any trace of them i don't know if it's worth i mean I, I know this is the route we came uh if they're not if they're not down this right re- this way then i'm going to have to sort of loop round and find my own way towards towards the castle so what should i do yeah so taking stock then heading back, and I think I'll go back to kind of where we started the day, and if they're not there I'm going to keep, I'm going to kind of loop back and around and try and make my own way towards the castle in the hope that I, that I find them on the way.
0: Sounds good. Tommy, do me a stealth roll, as I assume okay. you're probably trying to hide as you've been doing oh, yeah. this whole forest trek.
2: Definitely. <laughs>
0: Uh, Natural twenty there. The, uh, yep, ear induced uh, paranoia really paying off on this one.
2: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm basically covered in my cloak and as still as a rock.
0: You're doing the on route to Mordor, uh, Frodo and Sam looking like rocks yeah, on the ground. Uh, ab- absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd have to walk
2: around to me, and even then you'd probably just think it was a rock.
0: Yeah, yeah, Tommy, I mean, you do go a little bit slower, but you're very, very careful, because even a couple of times as you're making your way back to that route, you watch as the wretched are still swarming this forest a few times. They literally go right past you, not noticing you, not smelling you. You blend in the woodland as best you can. With a 35, you're pretty confident that no one gets your trail. No one's following you. And they're not specifically heading back to where you started the day they're just patrolling this forest continues to be deadly but you see no sign of the hungry so far whether it's gone after the hostages or whether it's just gone in another direction you don't know
2: it's not there i don't mind too much
0: cool okay so tommy as he is stealthing his way through the forest let's jump our camera back to just nearby the camp as Brittany and sophia appear out of the dimensional rift that Brittany summoned up with her Dimension Door spell. I believe, Sophia, you basically just immediately healed yourself as kind of almost like just a reflex at that point, because you were about to die, like the last thing you saw was the Malqui with its hands just wreathed in this necromatic magic, gripping you and tearing into your spirit, essentially. Just tearing at you with this horrifying feeling of just death and decay. From its very touch, and you feel exhausted. Seem to be literally sapping the moisture out of you. Like you do not feel great, and you reflexively healed. But I guess this is the first moment either of you have had to kind of catch your breath. Because Brittany, you're picking, you're wiping saliva off your uh, robe at this point because the uh, hungry was trying to eat your head.
3: Yeah, ew. Oh no. You Wipe it off, God. It's it's just so gross.
1: Oh, when, do you think Tommy's going to be able to find us?
3: Well, if he's smart, he'll know how Dimension Door works.
1: I mean, yeah, I think he can cast... I think he cast... No, something else. Anyway, we, he'll find us if we just... They put... Remind me, hit dice. Can I just mm-hmm. use them?
0: You need to short rest, so at least take an hour to roll any.
1: I think we will be here. Do you think we'll be here? Let's just wait.
0: Um, well,
3: hmm... Can I do like a perception check to see if I can hear any of those creatures walking around? Because we would know they were about.
0: Yeah, you certainly can. You felt safe here the night before, but obviously time has moved on. So I'm going to help you
1: um, by also listening
0: out. Sure. Then roll me with advantage, Brittany. 16. 16. Okay. Let me roll something. Okay. Brittany, I mean, you poke your ears up, wait a few moments. The forest has gone back to sounding just deathly quiet as it has done before you feel safe or at least if something's sneaking up on you it's very good at sneaking that doesn't fill me with comfort (laughs) it wasn't supposed to (laughs) (laughs) Uh, god damn it Um,
1: anyway i'm i am going to rest you keep your ears up all right
3: no might be a waste, but it seems like it might be time to get another tiny hut. So
1: see he'll be able to see it's in a hut, wouldn't
3: he? He'll see the hut, I believe. Yes,
1: exactly. That'll
3: yes. Be. He'll see the hut, yes. That's so okay. I'll take I'll take a minute to cast my Liaman's
0: tiny hut. Okay. After a minute the magical little hut in the forest floor appears. Are you both taking a short rest? Is that the plan? Yes,
1: yeah, I am passing out. Well, okay. not. Yeah, maybe not. That's it. That's a bit of a. Oh my goodness! My hit die are not going well. Fuck it! Let's go for. Let's go for all of my fighter die. It's not great.
0: Let's just leave that. Okay, so you spend the time you know bandaging up, cleaning wounds, catching your breath, recovering, doing anything you need to do. I don't know. Brittany whether you're going to do like your arcane recovery as well if you want to use that now this would be a time for it but otherwise you restore yourselves as best you can and feel a little bit better after the hour is up and I'll say over an hour Tommy eventually you do reach back to your camp and you see the familiar Leoman's tiny hut just set up there you I don't know assume they're inside or at least hope
2: yep uh gonna give it a little knock maybe can he knock on a Lehman's tiny hut Tommy doesn't really know I don't see why not. <laughs> he, he he's his his knowledge of magic is somewhat limited. Uh, he's pretty he's pretty proud of himself that he he thought he kn- he knows what the, uh, dimension door is only because Rhaegar cast it so many times and has a bit of an idea of what that might have entailed. But yeah, that's that, that's about his limit for today. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess um,
3: not who is it?
2: <laughs> uh it's the hungry man. Who, who the fuck do you think it is?
3: Um Uh I don't know, that doesn't sound like
2: the password. Oh, give it a rest, Brittany. At least I fucking
3: found you lot after you buggered off.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Did uh, you bring don't... a pizza?
3: I assume we are letting him in.
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's the pizza man, but
2: Uh yeah, no pizza, sorry. Just uh just me having uh, escaped, thankfully with my life from the yeah, uh, you're right. dire combat situation you left me in. Yes, actually I am. And I think we I think we uh did enough to keep them occupied to give the hostages a fighting chance to escape. Yeah no I uh I scarped out of there pretty uh pretty handily. I gave the um the hungry a little slap before I left something to, to remember me by but yeah we're pretty hopeless situation, especially uh if you guys were nearly dead and I was on my todd. Yeah, so they're Bear still out there.
1: I didn't leave you. I was taken.
2: All well, right. Well, whatever. It's fine. Did a little runner and uh, was followed for a bit, but I think I think I lost him. No I was uh, stealthing pretty well. No one was going to see me in there. So, huh? What are you guys up to then?
1: I was having a bit of a doze. I'm feeling really a bit better. More half healthy. More than half healthy even. Do you need to rest?
2: Uh. Um i mean i probably could yeah to be honest uh could could do with uh regaining a little bit i was i was doing all right but um yeah uh, if you want to just keep have a kip for a little bit longer i guess a little bit of a little bit of rest i'll also roll some hit dice
0: i mean the tiny hut lasts for eight hours so if you want to also take an hour here yeah i think i will
3: i have used my arcane recovery just so now and i've recovered two third level spells I guess anybody is keeping track.
2: Roll a couple of hit
3: dice. Uh, Just you, mate,
2: I think. Oh, nice. Nice.
0: Okay, so you spend the extra hour. Tommy heals up a little bit. Everyone kind of feels a little bit more confident after maybe a bit of a bloody nose to start the day. (laughs) What is the plan?
1: Let's go back for round two.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's 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 not engage
1: them again. They're still out there, though, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it would make sense
3: that the plan is to find another direction to get to where we need to go. Yeah, exactly.
2: Sorry, still doing some maths in my head.
1: No, you're not. You've got your calculator out.
2: <laughs> I was trying you to do maths th- in my head, but everyone keeps talking to me. So fuck <laughs> it. Yes, I am. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think we, we need to, uh, might take us a little bit longer. but And also, there's a chance she's going to report back where we were. So they're gonna know we're about, might put the um guards on a slightly higher alert. so i'm' I've, I'm thinking we skirt around where we went. might take, as say, takes us a bit longer, but uh, come from a different angle perhaps, maybe head a bit further north, come back round.
1: You never know we might um, like see some of those people that were running.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they can uh, offer us some guidance or advice. It would have been nice to get a chance to find out a bit more about this place from them but you know better better that they're still alive anyway
1: i hope they are
2: well we did what we could and if they were going to be following anyone out of that combat it would have been us i'd, I'd wager mm. uh, we went the complete opposite direction to them so hopefully yeah so i reckon we we come around from say from the north come try and try and come at the uh come at this place from a slightly uh slightly different angle so at least if they're expecting us they would be hopefully expecting us from the wrong place
0: Mm-hmm. Okay then, and are you continuing your trek stealthily? Is that the plan? Continue on the oh, slow, yeah, def- steady your route. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the 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 hungry's about, and he's
2: obviously he's he's had a little taste. He's obviously enjoyed himself
3: immensely, and he's probably after some more. So, how if we are doing this stealthily, do we know how? Do we have any idea of how long this might take?
0: So. Your rough idea was it was going to take about two days to get through the forest. Doing it stealthily takes longer, so you're expecting you'd probably arrive on the third day. Okay, there no, be no more delays. Right, okay. Was
1: there a time limit on this? No
0: specific time limit, but I mean, you don't know At if a, David yeah. is in danger. You don't know what the vampires are even doing. Yeah, you, you don't know of any time limits specifically.
2: But I think we... We don't really want to announce, if we can help it, announce the direction we're coming from and that we're close. So, I mean, we thing is, if we, if we start out not stealthy and then try and get stealthy as we get closer, we don't know who's going to be watching us from wherever. We don't know what's out in these woods. And clearly there's, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried about encountering some more of those kind of walking mouth things. We, we dispatch them pretty handily. But if we come across anything else that we haven't already faced or anything worse, we're just going to get banged up again and we're going to have to do another rest before we can be gone again. Maybe if I scout ahead, quite stealthily, a reasonable distance ahead. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, everyone roll me your stealths. Oh, shit. Uh, 26 from Tom. 18!
1: 18.
0: 18. That's
2: actually a fairly decent set of rollers. Yeah. Pretty Pretty low for me, actually, but
0: we'll take it. (laughs) You've all had the uh, fear put in you. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany no longer just traipsing through the forest as ever she wants. (laughs) 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 So the three of you do set off uh, feeling quite confident in your stealth, feeling confident in your ability to slip through the shadows of this forest without running into too much of a problem. We'll move forward a little bit here, because the day will wear on. There'll be a few times when you'll see some of the wretched, those mouths with legs, but you're all doing well enough and concealing your presence that they don't notice you. You're getting to realize that those things, they're not the most watchful. They're scavengers almost, just hunting whatever they can find. They're not like... um they're not guards with excellent ability to root out invaders. They're, they're monsters at the end of the day. These abominations that just want to feed and eat. And they've come through from presumably the Shadowfell to do that. And as you go through the day, I assume once again, you'll probably try to set up camp and rest for the evening.
2: Yeah, I expect. He's
1: trying so. to make us sleep so something happens.
2: I mean, the, the, the tiny hut solution seems to be fairly safe.
0: Yeah, that's so, how you're going. Um, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Is anyone taking watch or anything like that? Or are you all just going to go straight in the hut, sleep the eight hours, then kick off immediately?
1: Mm. Mm. We'd have to be outside of the hut, wouldn't we, to watch?
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Well, interestingly, I always like to describe it as a literal hut, because that's fun. It's mm-hmm. it's technically an immobile dome of force, which doesn't necessarily see, say anything about being able to see through it one way or the other. Yeah. Mm. I mean Technically, are, people can see in, and you could see out, supposedly. Oh no, it's so, opaque. Oh no, no, hang on here. The dome is opaque from the outside of any color you choose, but it's transparent from the inside. So, one of you can no. stay awake and look out, but it only lasts eight hours.
2: So it's like a like little little, uh, little windows in the side, basically. I'm getting from a thematic. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining, like it, like for Britney is like glamping. It's like yes, a yurt. yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. The Britney's
0: uh, tiny yurt.
2: <laughs> so, so you can look out the windows if you want to i think what tommy might do is tommy might go for a little scout um for like half an hour just before we set up just just around the whole area see like check we're not like i don't know like five minutes walk from like a big camp of orcs i don't know or something stupid The so whether we've just decided to camp right next to you so might do a little little yeah. kind of scout around the area just to make sure there's nothing like right next to us. Um, sure. I don't know if you want me to roll for anything for that or whether it's just a case of just wandering around.
0: I do. Give me both a stealth check and a perception check, please.
2: Okay. A 31 for stealth and a 30 for perception.
0: Mm-hmm. Your old. <laughs> it's what I do! <laughs> <laughs> it's what you do. So, Tommy, as you do go out for a little bit of a scout around the area, I mean, this forest... Kind of looks the same to you. No matter where you go. You're not a woodlandsy person. So you don't gain too much from the forest itself. But you're hoping you're still going in the right direction. And you head out into the, the dark of the night. To see what you can find. Eventually, as you're about as far out as you were planning to go. You do spot something in the distance. Or actually, more specifically, you hear something. As you're creeping around a couple of trees. You hear what sounds like gnawing like something eating and your first thought is immediately the hungry man has he found you yet again for the third time but as you kind of peer around the tree with that third eye perception you do see a man but this one is very much human you see a man in dirty ragged laborers clothes like maybe he's a farmhand or something like that he is young probably early 20s looks A bit gaunt, a bit beaten up, bruised and bloodied, but not dying or anything of that sort. He just looks like he's had a bad day or maybe a bad week at this point. And he is like gnawing on a small bone. Looks like he may have found himself like a rabbit or something. Just tied him over. Not a great meal, but you know, you do what you can out in these woods. And he does not see you. He does not react to you. You have an easy view on him.
2: Tommy's, Tommy's thinking, He's thinking. what's he doing out here on his own? Has he escaped? Is he one of the people who escaped from the, the cart? He doesn't look, I'm guessing he doesn't look immediately familiar as to one of the people. That, not that I got a huge, huge good look at them. But.
0: Yeah, if you want to get a little closer, you'd be able to tell, you think. Okay. It's, it's dark and you're looking through your night vision, so you don't get the best view of people. But I'll carry that 30 in perception, just to, if you want to close the distance a bit. Better. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll creep up a little bit closer.
0: Okay, so you get to within about, let's say, 20 feet of him maybe a bit closer, more like 15. And he still doesn't spot you, that 31. You're, you know, you are the knight. <laughs> and you get a good look at him, and you th- think he was one of the men from the cart. You're not 100% sure, but he looks similar. You only got a brief look at them when you freed them. But he looks like them, yes.
2: So I'm thinking it'd be quite helpful to have a local to talk to. So it might be a good idea to um, to engage him now so, but obviously, you know, I'm not an idiot, so my thinking is to stealth up quite close behind him with a weapon drawn and quietly introduce myself.
0: So what do you say? You, you easily get the drop on this man. He doesn't, he isn't able to spot you as you approach.
2: Uh, evening. Say, uh, might cold out in the woods tonight and you don't really look dressed very uh, constitutional.
0: At the sound of your voice, he panics, jumps forward and grabs like a rock. Whoa, he turns whoa, around whoa. to face you. Like you see the fear in his eyes. Like he doesn't look a fighter. He just looks terrified. And he sees you with a weapon drawn. Or is it your guns or your sword? What are you holding? Uh,
2: it'll be it'll be my short sword. It's like easy there, bud. The uh, weapon's for my protection. Not trying to hurt anyone tonight. Just do I recognize you? Were you uh... Did you manage to escape from the cart when we uh, got the drop on the night
0: on the uh, on the judge and the little mock trial going on? He leans forward a little bit, kind of squinting at you because it's very dark and you're not holding a light or anything. But you have the benefit of your goggles. He sort of strains his eyes and goes, Oh, you, uh, you, you let us free. I remember you. Yes, I, I was, I was in the cart." I've been running all day ever since. Thank you, thank you for for freeing me.
2: Oh, you're welcome. We did what we could, and let's be honest, uh, my my friend is a uh, a cleric of Calenvor, and she didn't exactly recognise the authority of the court. Not a big fan of the old undead. Kind of funny story of why we're here, but maybe we'll get to that another time now do apologize for sneaking up on you you know there's a a lot of uh, things that i've found so far in these woods and not a single one has been friendly yet so yeah you do, do apologize if i gave you a bit of a fright. name's tommy and, and you know i was wondering if uh you wouldn't mind coming back to my little camp with me maybe we've got a spot of food for you there and while you're there you can uh, Regale us a little bit about this th- lovely fucking forest we found ourselves in. Do apologise, I really do not like trees, and I give kind of the nearest one a stink eye. <clears throat> how about that? Hey,
0: that's, that sounds acceptable.
2: All right, great. Well, uh, how good are you at moving stealthily?
0: I can do my best. I'll try
2: excellent uh yeah if you wouldn't mind keeping fairly close i do tend to dissolve into the shadows as it were so closer you are more likely you are to be able to see me and we're going to make my way our way back to my colleagues and uh yeah we'll find out a little bit more about this uh this wonderful place you call home
0: okay so the two of you get back without any real issue as you approach the camp i don't know Brittany, whether you've already set up your tiny huddle, whether you're still eating or just preparing, you know, writing in your spell book, that sort of thing.
3: But yeah, probably. Way, um, yeah, probably just you know, busy myself, waiting for
0: uh, Tommy to return. Well, as you do, you see Tommy come out of the shadows, followed by a rather ragged-looking young man. Doesn't look well at the best of times. He just he looks, as I say, sallow and gaunt and heavy black circles around his eyes. He looks bruised and battered. Real mess, basically. He has had a terrible time. But uh, he approaches with Tommy.
2: Oi, oi, Brittany. Uh, brought a uh, friend for tea. Oh, that's all right.
3: Check this guy out at all. You know, any, any background checks?
2: Uh, he's one of the ones from the, uh, that we freed from the cart. So we're gonna have a little friendly chat with him and share a little bit of our food. Find out a little bit more about where we are. Maybe what he knows about the area and our final destination. And as, no, I um, haven't done too much, to be honest.
0: As you say that, he does sort of step forward to you, Brittany, and bows his head and goes, I I saw you stand between the cage and that monster. You you saved our lives. I, I am in your debts.
2: Hang fire. I, cu- I opened the fucking door, mate.
0: You too, uh, you too, Master Tommy. I, I mean no disrespect. All of you would not be stood here without you.
3: Inside check him. Yeah, mention, uh, uh, yeah that Yeah,
0: that's
2: probably a, a smart move.
1: Boys, you didn't think of it?
2: No, I mean, be honest. I was thinking stand more of a chance if he turns out to be some kind of horrible gribbly If you're all with me, so. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> that, that's 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 why I haven't like questioned him or anything. Really. Um, or, or just, just I was just like, right, come back with me to my camp where my really powerful wizard and my um, really powerful cleric, who's fantastic against the undead. Live, yeah, c- come back, come back. That's not just <laughs> um, not just a sneaky, sneaky, stealthy, shooting man who's trying to face you.
0: Well, uh, I only rolled a fourteen. Uh, fourteen. He seems genuine, actually. The tone of his voice, the way he's speaking to you, he seems genuinely just happy. As best as this man can be happy right now, because he's obviously not looking great, but he seems genuinely in your debt. To all of you, saved his life.
2: Uh, is, is Sophia there? Was she, was she, she about, or she just she, she wandered off because I only introduced her Brittany?
0: Yeah, are you there, Sophia? What are you up to?
1: I was lying down. But I heard voices, and I was just kind of eavesdropping.
2: C- come meet my new friend, Sophia. He's in my debt.
1: Really? What have, what have you done for him?
2: I, un- I picked a lock. Weirdly, for some reason, this time picking a lock was a good thing. Yeah. Got, got it's to tell gotta magistrates the magistrates time... that back in Varadin.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, one of those guys.
0: Sophia, are you approaching? Yes. He looks at you, Sophia, and he... I mean, he hears everything you just said. He looks back and forth and goes, wait, do you three are from Varadin?
2: Um two actually technically just one of us is but uh yeah why
0: i was born there
2: oh really what brings you to this no offense
0: shithole i was taken here as a lad loaded onto a ship and i wasn't given a choice in the matter my father he they said he broke some law and the noble in charge rendered judgment. He and his family were to be sent away to toil and pay off our debt. But it, it was—it was a lie. There was never a chance to return. We were sent to this island, and that was the end of it.
2: Those fucking nobles. Well, I think we might have some. Well, I would have said we had some good news for you. Um, maybe it is good news. Buried in his not what it was anymore we we managed to stage a revolution overthrow samuel kren and brought in a new era justice for all at least that was the plan uh yeah there's a kind of giant magical dome over it now and we're probably the only semi official representatives of the new veridin government still outside of the magical dome we're well two of us at least Dara. Agents of Hobo, actually, which is a uh, special government organisation, quite important, quite a big deal.
0: I see. Well, I, I am pleased to have met you, and it is strange to find someone else from Varadin that I am not familiar with on this island. And I, I fear I get away from myself, but my name is Richard. I I live down at Evanport, the village not too far from the forest.
2: Have you uh, been trying to make your way back there?
0: Yes. I, I took a rather secure this path as best I could to lose anything that might be following me. I intend to go back there as soon as possible.
1: Why were you in that cage?
0: He looks at you, Sophia. And do me an insight check.
1: Yeah. Because I fear that Tommy's too blabbery. 23.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. You are all a 23. That is a natural 20.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sophia... You look at this man, and yes, he looks haggard, he looks exhausted. He has that kind of animalistic fear in him, where he's clearly been on the run all day being hunted. He's he's not most you know stable and relaxed as anyone could be in this situation. You, know, you did rescue him from a cage where he was being trotted around by some undead. Like he is not in a good place, and maybe that would have allowed you to look past quite a few things. And the way he's talking, he does seem quite calm. But you notice when you speak to him, he glances at you and you see what you think might be the tiniest sight of recognition. With a 23, you think he's put together who you are.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Can't be good. Not that you think this man's a threat. He he certainly doesn't look it. But you notice when he turns and looks at you, there's a slight bite to his words. He doesn't attack you or anything. He just goes They came to the village to enact their usual flesh tithe where we must give over those of our blood to the monsters that rule this island. They demanded of me that I hand over my younger brother and I refused so they took me instead
1: Very noble of you
0: I suppose you could say that, noble. Is that
2: something people often do, volunteer as tribute? And if you do that, do you always end up at one of these courts?
0: The courts are for show. They claim you tried to run away or that you were denying the tithe by offering yourself up or interfering with their process. And the result is the same regardless. You always end up at the castle. No one comes back, at least not and he looks away for a moment, like he's remembering something, and you see quite a dark cast to his face as he goes, or they come back in a way you don't want them to? This is a dire existence here, not one that I would wish on anyone. Monsters that live here, I don't know if they're worse than the monsters that sent us here. And again, Sophia, as you're Paying attention, you notice he shoots you a slight glance when he says that. You see his fist, his hand kind of balls up into a fist. Mm. So look, I'm. Um, if you, how old were you when you left Farad'n? I was around eight years old.
2: Well, you heard of the Rat Runners?
0: Name rings the slightest of bells. I suppose I, I was quite young when I left.
2: Underground gang running the sewer tunnels, poking our heads up. Nick a few coin. Bother a few nobles. The usual stuff. So, uh, that's me. But you keep giving my friend here a, uh, funny glance.
0: Why is that? He looks at you, Tommy, and then looks back at Sophia and goes, Because I recognise her. We met? I don't think you could call it a meeting. But I saw you. I saw you there much younger than you are now. When my father stood trial. And your father gave judgement and sent us to this place and now Ah. i see you and i am torn for today you did risk your life to save me which is at odds for what i recall so i asked ask you why why did you help us today i don't understand why would you you and your family allow this travesty to exist then what you're here in the woods i don't it makes no sense to me
1: let's just say that if you know my family that i didn't really know my family until maybe 30 episodes ago so <laughs> i don't know the distant distant kin mate
2: you're Toby, Toby's just like awkward
1: <laughs> Awkward. He's, he's
2: like, he's like, he's like, he's like shooting um shooting Brittany a glance, kind of like, don't mention who you work for. Do not yeah. mention
0: who you work for. <laughs> he does then ask you so you are not here on your family's orders. You do not work for them.
1: I'm not on the best of terms with my family, and make, hmm?
0: make me a deception if that's the route you're going.
1: I don't like him.
0: You don't like him, but you do work for him okay i'll I'll give you that <laughs> Brittany definitely fucking does I
1: was a fourteen okay fourteen
0: he looks at you and he doesn't call you on that seems like he may have believed you And then he goes if you do not work for your family then how did you get here just no easy feat to cross the ocean to make it past the mist
2: look I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be a bit real with you mate we are there are bigger things going on in the world than this island and i totally appreciate like the nobles of varadin complete fucking dickheads 100 behind you we are on a mission to perhaps destabilize this region from its current owners now there's a lot of weird stuff going on i don't really understand all of it myself some factions working against other factions politics is fucking messy, but suffice to say at this moment right now, if you're not a fan of the occupants of the castle, you will be pleased, hopefully with what we're planning to achieve here.
0: Do me a persuasion, Tommy. Oh, the
2: lack of actual charisma. (laughs) (laughs) A four. There we go. Classic, classic Tommy, says a load of good stuff but
0: can't persuade a fucking fly <laughs> funnily <sighs> enough i also rolled a four on his uh, head
4: hey! so you
0: are he's a little on the fence like looks at you and goes it's not that he doesn't believe you but you get the impression that what you've just said sounds almost impossible so he looks at you and goes love for that to be the case for the t- rules of this land to be cast down but i You fought valiantly today, I saw that, far beyond my skills, which you know not what you face.
2: Well, that's perhaps the bit that you can help with. Now, before you... One, One thing it might just be worth noting is, Sophia, if you kind of... Sophia, could you, like, tell him what happened between you and your parents and you buggering off to the woods for a while... Then now to be a woodswoman woman um, from an adoptive father um, and just generally how utterly shit your parents were to you when you were growing up. Uh, that might help convince our mate here. And then, yes, that is exactly what we try to do. We are trying to destabilise the region by taking out some vampires. And with your help to let us know what we're facing, that might just actually be possible.
0: Okay, so I mean, Sophia, do you just give him your backstory essentially? <laughs> sounds like a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I, I was
1: I, well, basically I was, for,
0: for a random dude,
2: just punch him. Yeah. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just like, like, do you want to just like? Because the whole thing is, he thinks that you're not like you're you're a landron. You look like a Landrin. He recognises you. You were on their side. If you just tell him, yeah, basically, if I fucking hate my dad. I left him. Like, that's have to be like a whole load of backstory. Just like. This is me. That's why I know how to use a bow. Yes. That's why. I, that's why I keep looking for adopted fathers everywhere. Which is why I, I am now a cleric. I do and...
1: Not. That's you, Pot Kettle Black.
2: I mean, I mean, I'm not the one that keeps devoting myself to new causes. Just <laughs> stayed as I was.
1: <laughs> I do. I do tell him about my shitty upbringing and the fact that I. Not on good terms, but I also tell them that my brother's up there and that I'm looking for him. And do you know what? I'm really character. I'm really not sure if I like my brother right now.
2: (laughs) He's got he's got you into a lot of shit right
0: now. I mean, you don't you don't have to like family, but (laughs) you don't have to. You you're not. I I think in character, you're not actually clear exactly what happened because the last time he spoke to you, he seemed to be letting you in that not everything was as it seemed. That he wasn't. He hadn't signed up to the Whispering Man. He hadn't gone all evil. It's just something was happening that he kind of had to put up the facade and he was trying that to was warn the you last off coming thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's the last thing you saw. Now, yeah, when he okay, fought. Fair enough. That was after he fought you. But yeah. when he fought you, yeah, it all just seemed a little bit weird that he was willing to talk to you in the way he did afterwards. But yeah, you don't know exactly what's going on with your brother. It is still an unknown. But he
1: is still my friend. Fucking brother.
2: So. Mm, yeah. So, so I'm hoping this guy's gonna maybe give us a bit more information now, if, after, after hearing Sophia truthfully telling her backstory. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, he'll he'll listen. You're gonna take the time to try give that detail to him. You see, he's not that interested in all the in- intricacies of your family, or he doesn't care that much. Like you can tell, this man has had a terrible life, and it's directly your family's fault. But he doesn't yell at you or try cast you down or throw rocks at you or something like he listens and it's just it's almost like a shrug at this point he's like i have seen your actions today and like some of the roles you've done now he's he's neutral let's say it that way like he doesn't hate you and he isn't gonna lie to you just to get you killed but he's not gonna be your friend
1: can deal with that yeah
0: so are you asking him what he just he knows about the castle and like the surrounding area or something more specific? What are you trying to get from him?
3: Trying well,
0: mean, I was just gonna say if he's going to be useful, he
3: we need him to like basically show us the way to go. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we're
2: we gonna we're we gonna like get him in some Elven rope and like make him take show us the way to Mordor. Um Yeah. Yeah. You, you got, got any get... rope? <laughs> Actually I do. Um... <laughs> get in the bag. <laughs> not not Elven though. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think I think yeah. You just say yeah, it wouldn't hurt to have a guide for a little bit of the way. But certainly, like if he can kind of fill us in on what what he knows about the castle now, like a bit, a bit, a bit of a bit of a bedtime story before we all have our nice long rest.
1: That'd be nice. Yes.
0: Sure. He'll say he'll he points over to the east, more or less in the direction you were heading, roughly anyway. And goes, if you head in that direction for maybe half a day's more travel. You will find the castle of Clan Nostra, the rulers of this land. The castle is well defended, from what I have heard. I have never been foolish enough to get close to it. Those who have tried to explore this island and have reported back alive claim that the castle is surrounded by all manner of monsters, a horde of undead creatures. They have been Building an army of sorts, it's, it is is not a place that it would be easy to assault. Though I do not understand why they built such an army. They, as far as I know, they are as trapped here as we are. Traveling the mists is not easy. We have heard rumors that even the vampires are susceptible. They they only try to take those from our village who are not ill. Many of our fishermen come down with the red lung, or they succumb to the mist entirely and then the vampires will not feast upon them it is a twisted blessing in that way though it does still spell their doom just as easily as if their fangs pierced their throat so they take the healthy of us and they do not return you said sometimes they do yes sometimes they do I have seen the faces of friends plastered over the skulls of monsters creatures that wear the skin of our people but they are not them any longer. If they still have the ability to speak. They even speak with their voices, but they are not. They are not our fallen. Once they are taken, they are dead. There is no no way around that, no return.
1: When you go home, are they going to believe that you're not one of them, then?
0: I will not be able to go home. Not permanently. I will return to my home. I will take what things I can, and I will eek out what existence I can away from my village. It will not be easy, but if I return, I only bring danger. And yes, there will be suspicion cast upon me.
1: Danger is in they'll be looking for you because you escaped? Indeed. How often do they get the... do they demand the flesh tithe?
0: It varies. Sometimes a month will go by without a collection. Sometimes a few months. Recently, there were collections every few days, but that seemed to stop. Our... And you oh. would all remember, sorry, just to jog your memories, that Joseph Landred was doing regular raiding runs under the behind the backs of the other vampires. So it sounds to you like he was probably behind the more uh, regular raids yeah. rather than the other vampires who are trying to eke it out a little bit more because these people are their food source. And if they get sick and die, they can't feed on them. So they're trying to, you know, ration. ration. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, I was going to say, and Sophia, for you realizing... Do a, do me a, an insight check on this situation. 17. 17. And I'd say, actually, Brittany, you would know this. And with the 17, you get a little bit of pieces of the puzzle coming together. Brittany, you would know that Maximilian has basically been trying to starve the island. He's not been sending new people recently. He's been trying to starve out the vampires make them use up their food source and then leave them weakened and easy to take out. And he knows that the disease here, or at least he seemingly would know that the disease here actually does affect the vampires. And You saw what happened to Joseph. He was more beast than, you know, noble creature of the night. He wasn't really thinking straight and his thralls were an infected mess. So Maxi's plan here seems to be starve him out, make him desperate, and then obviously he sent your group in here as the first strike.
3: I might relay a bit of that. I'll might use message as one of my cantrips, just so that I don't. So that I'm still not fully into this. This this guy. You're Seems...
1: message Tommy that we were back at the camp.
3: No, no, you can't. Doesn't go that far.
1: Oh, okay, fine.
3: Yeah, 120 feet. So.
1: Okay, fine.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I'll 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 do that, and I'll relay that piece of information to. Uh, to my colleagues in that that's you know kind of the idea Mm -hmm. and why we're here
1: Mm. if you find some of the others that have ran with you do you live with them i don't know i just don't like i hate the idea that you're by yourself
0: he shrugs and goes that might be an idea i'm not certain whether it would be better to be on my own or not more people means more food to find it's not always a benefit
2: well do me uh do me a solid, mate. Give yourself, give yourself maybe a week and head back head back to your village again and just see if anything's changed. If we've been successful, you might find you're able to go back there. If we failed, well, everything will look exactly as it did before and don't show your face and get out of there. But if you have any doubts to our ability, let's just say that... Uh, Joseph Landrin won't be bothering you anymore.
0: You notice his eyebrows kind of arch a little bit at that, like actually seems quite surprised and then nods and goes I see. So if that there's can... anything else you can give us that might help I do not know what else I could tell you with Them, I would recommend not attacking the castle directly, as I say it is well defended. The castle itself, I do not know what magics the lord and lady of this land wield, but is constantly shrouded in shadow. They are able to block the sun, so you cannot rely on that in their presence, at least once they are in their lair. There is... I will say one thing. We have always felt that there is a strangeness to this forest, that the closer one grows to the castle, the worse you feel. A sense of dread overcoming you, even leading to madness. We have felt that that has gotten stronger as of late, reaching all the way to the edges of the forest, but it always seems to emanate from the castle itself. I, I do not know what could be causing that. Maybe that is just that is just the vampires, I'm not sure. We certainly did not get the same feeling from Joseph Landron's stronghold. He did not wield such power, whereas the castle has always been a source of permanent dread. Okay, right. interesting. interesting.
2: Thanks for your uh, being so candid with us. And I'm not sure what the best solution is, to be honest with you. kind of don't want to kick you out right now, just in case you get captured and tortured and give our location away before we have a kip. So, guys, what do you think? Should you stay with us for the night?
1: Yeah, for the night, I guess.
2: Brittany, sure up? I mean, sorry, it's your yurt.
3: Well, you know, it is, but I suppose if he gets out of hand I can always just burn him alive.
1: Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course he would do that.
2: <laughs> I mean yeah. So it probably makes the most sense. Plus uh it's fairly warm in the hut for tonight. You can have a bit more food. Take a little bit with you for your um for your first nights out uh for the service of the information you provided
0: he nods he accepts and goes thank you um i appreciate the the offer of safety for the evening okay
2: oh well i'm going for a kip.
0: yeah we are we uh, retiring for the evening
2: yeah yeah um we can take watches in the heart if we want to but it's going to take the heart already lasts for eight hours doesn't it so one of us wouldn't get a
3: full sleep so you might as well just sleep you just like okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, we could always send him out first if he dies, then.
0: <laughs> okay. So you uh, enter Brittany's tiny yurt and uh, sleep the evening away. Feeling a bit better by the morning, but as ever in this place, you wake up and there is that just palpable despair that falls over all of you. Could you all make me a wisdom saving throw?
1: Okay.
3: Can, Can I cast a I- spell before I take that or not?
0: I know, not This is a... St- uh.
3: 15 from Tommy.
1: 20.
2: Oh, 20.
0: Okay. You are all hardy adventurers, and though this place may be dire, you shake it off for breakfast. You know, you start to feel a bit better starting the day. That sense of despair eases a little bit, but it's still there just around you, but it hasn't gotten inside. And, I mean, Richard will set off first thing in the morning, unless there's anything specific you want to say to him or stop him, but he's happy to continue on his path back to the village.
3: No, no, no. He, well, as far as I said, he can go. Yeah, I mean, me? I mean, ha- he's, he's pointing
2: us in the right direction. He doesn't actually know where it is, so him being a guide is a little bit uh, kind of pointless, really, I guess. So, yeah, we might as well just let him go. And also, if he's if he's heading in a different direction, if he does get picked up by some of the forest denzines, then he doesn't necessarily can't point us to where we are, because so, we'll have moved camp by then. So, yeah, he's good. Appreciate it. I will... I'll offer my hand
0: he will shake your hand Tommy and he basically thanks all of you again he, you see he's still not really comfortable with Sophia but he doesn't say anything he just sort of nods to you all and is, will head on his own way back to his village and well wishes you all luck with your with your mission because well if you succeed maybe things will start to actually be a little bit brighter on this island
2: I'm gonna, as, he, as he wanders away I'm going to nudge Sophia and be like I think he liked you
1: Oh, ah
2: plat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: right so, yeah s- same deal I think yeah all of you make me your stealth rolls and you will head off in the direction of the castle
3: before I do anything I'm casting Major.
0: certainly as a wise wizard does
3: are we doing any um
2: well, uh, I guess we've done all our morning ablations yeah. and stuff and we're back to, we've had a full sleep so we're back to full health and all the rest of it
1: and then half of our hit dice back
2: yes um one of them. Cool. Stealth roll. right Twelve. I mean, same as Sophia. So I'm, I'm going a bit ahead, though. So hopefully, 34. And half. Hopefully, I can spot things before
0: <laughs> before they see you. <laughs> okay. So, with your stealth done, you head off from the camp and you head back in the direction of you believe the castle to be. So, let's, let's roll this on and say, as this day wears on, you notice that this, that overwhelming sense of dread has started to gain an almost new dimension of unease. That all-pervasive feeling that you're being watched, which you hadn't really felt up until now. The forest that you've been traveling through has always felt almost barren of natural life. Yet now, as you're traveling, you can hear the scurrying of rats all around you. Each branch seems to support a host of bats and in the distance you hear the echoing howls of wolves just reaching your ears as the vermin swarm around you and panic actually starts to grip your hearts as a thick mist rolls through the forest floor. However, fear dies down as you notice this mist is the more traditional grey rather than the deadly red of the ocean-born variant, and the more you travel, the more the trees around you appear decayed, as does the vegetation and the undergrowth, all of it just rotting. Each bare branch is twisted and thorned, so they scratch at you as you go by, and all the bats just stare down at you as you travel. Finally, you start to see the light breaking through the tree line ahead, but it is a dim, weak light of an almost eternal dusk, as you see these heavy, black clouds seem to obscure the sun in this area and it doesn't take you too long to realize why because the forest opens up and you see before you a valley reft of life and ringed with jagged mountain peaks and in the center sits the object of your little quest a dark castle looming perched atop its own little rocky outcropping i'm going to share with you all the picture oh lovely ah yes that for for those not seeing
2: this picture think think vampire castle on a rock (laughs) think spike and pointy towers and a general sense of foreboding
0: yes you see the massive main gate that's kind of the top of a stairway all of it kind of worked into the the rock itself and as you get a little bit closer and you push the edge of the forest you get a better look at the exterior well, Richard wasn't lying, and neither was Maximilian when he said that attacking from the front is probably a bad idea because stretched out before you, you see a horde of undead creatures. Hundreds of decaying, rotting monsters of all shapes and sizes, an army of death under the of the va- Islands' vampiric overlords.
2: Lovely. I think um, even Sophia. Might yep. decide not to attack these undead.
1: Yep yep, 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 yep. I have regained at least one of my brain cells since the last fight.
0: Excellent. That's
2: nice. <laughs> uh,
1: don't so want to die good. right now.
0: Hmm. So, you were all told that there is a way into the castle that doesn't involve you going through the front door. That Nahar essentially scouted out a way in, and it is to the side of the castle on one of the uh, sections of rock, there is a way through will lead you into essentially the, the lower levels of the castle itself and that was your best bet if you are going to continue with that plan then what you're going to have to do is sneak around this horde of undead just to make sure they don't notice you is that still the uh, the way you wish to approach this
1: yes. do we have any elven cloaks that would make us look like rocks so if anything saw us we'd blend in just the no one does. just the one big enough for three or or a cloak is actually makes you invisible but you can be seen on the marauders map
2: um no no
1: no harry (laughs) potter no lord of the rings okay i I think we're a bit fun then
2: we technically have the closest thing to that lord of the Rings cloak but i'm wearing it and it requires achievement. so we need to if i was (laughs) even My first thought was, I suppose I could lend it to Brittany, but then, yeah, we're going to have to wait while you attune to it, and then have to wait while I re to it again. So, not exactly the most ideal solution.
3: The... Well, I'll tell you what, um, Brittany... Dimension Door! No, not Dimension Door. But invisibility, yes.
1: Oh, I have a potion of invisibility.
0: And I can you make what? myself invisible.
1: Booyah. I do have a potion of invisibility.
0: But I think Brittany can make multiple people invisible if she casts at a higher level. But she might not like it that spell. much. Oh.
3: But yeah, third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for each spell level above second. So, well, Tommy's pretty much going to be invisible anyway.
1: And yep. if he doesn't, if he rolls badly, then he can have the bottle of invisibility.
3: Yes, but I will make you invisible.
1: Sounds good. Sorry, so that's
3: no, kind of like a plan? Cast it at third level?
2: Yeah, sounds like a yeah, good I... idea. I mean, they, they, just because you're invisible doesn't mean they won't be able to sense you, but I'm assuming it'll be more diff- much more difficult for them. Um,
1: we hope.
0: that is what you hope.
2: And, yeah. yeah, we will bound any cuts we may have.
0: I don't know if they can smell blood.
2: I think we're good. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, shall I make a stealth roll then? Yes, yes. I
0: think... All of you should make stealth rolls. And so those of you we- with invisibility get advantage. Oh. And I think Tommy gets advantage because of his cloak.
2: I, I do. So all all with advantage. So 31 for Tommy.
0: Stealthy boy as ever. Uh, 10.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, 17. 17. Do you want the potion?
3: It just, just makes Tommy it, 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 doubly invisible. Doubly invisible.
2: <laughs> just disappear. Oh,
0: End up on the astral plane.
2: Immediately goes invisible and is just like, oh shit, I'm invisible. And just starts like stomping around and kicking stuff. Like <laughs> doing <laughs> cartwheels. Like, no one can see me. Fine. Hey, Tommy, no one can see me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the three of you. Two of you being invisible start to sneak around the edge of the valley away from the undead as far as as you can get anyway and you do get a great look at them creatures of all shapes and sizes some you recognize you see zombies skeletons zombie ogres then you see much much more powerful creatures ones that simply radiate that necromatic magic you see more of those bolts of undeath they seem to be the ones commanding sections of the lesser undead horde see creatures in black armor not all of it old and rusty in fact some of it looks quite new and shiny and magical you imagine that some of these creatures are like the commanders maybe some necromancers those that keep everything else in line and certainly the landrin nostra clan here have been hard at work for whatever reason they are making a force And you sneak around the valley, and Tommy, leading from the front as usual, you're doing, you know, bang-up job. Sophia, just behind you, it's it's not the easiest, but with your invisibility, you you feel pretty comfortable. Brittany, however, you do go domping through. (laughs) Yeah. And your foot slips on some rocks that go tumbling towards a contingent of these creatures. And this large, zombified ogre starts to walk towards your direction. I can't Sophia. see you. Oh, what are you Sophia. thinking?
1: Sophia. Sophia. What? what do you want me to do about it? Lob
2: one of your your animals.
1: Good shout. Okay. And I roll a D8. Eight. That is... Carol the Tiger.
0: Mm. So as you're throwing this Tiger ball out, what do you command it to do?
1: Oh. I, we're, we're, yeah,
0: going crazy? I mean I was cool. I, I was I was thinking
2: like, you know, they obviously heard something. They're gonna get drawn to what the whatever the noise was. And if they find us but if they find a creature and that creature just runs in the opposite direction from us, yeah. then they're gonna be all drawn towards whatever that was.
1: I'm just gonna say draw attention away from us.
0: So Carol the tiger manifests stood nearby where Brittany was, as you throw it out in front of you. And The zombie ogre looks around and sees this creature. Carol roars and kind of bolts past the undead. Very visible, very obvious. And I'm just gonna do a little roll here. The ogre lets loose its own roar and points and both it and a contingent of about six zombies all start shambling after Carol as uh, she bolts off into the forest. You seem safe for now.
1: Tommy.
2: Yes, well, I thought something's got to have had to make that noise, and I was racking my brain. Right, let's see if we can move on. And fuck's sake,
0: Brittany, keep it down.
3: Okay. Okay, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so you continue. And thankfully, nothing else seems to notice your approach as you make your way to the side of the castle, what out of view of the main horde. There's still creatures around but they're much fewer and farther between and this side of the castle looks almost like sheer rock it leads eventually up to one of the the larger towers and spires that jut out from the wall like ramparts but trying to climb up here would be incredibly difficult maybe if you're particularly athletic you might be able to pull it off but it certainly looks dangerous so it's not heavily guarded and I'll say Tommy given that you already have the, the general idea of what you're looking for your passive perception. You do eventually notice that there is a a crack in the rock that looks just about big enough for someone to squeeze through.
2: I'll I'll try quietly get the attention of the others and point to the crack, and then yeah, I think I'll I'll squeeze through first.
1: Is you the fastest out of all of us?
2: In real life, I maybe um, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, in game terms. Uh, and actually probably maybe as well, actually. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, oh another
0: know. dick's ju- trapped in a gem, yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know if not don't if he was a particularly fat dick, but um, <laughs> I guess he probably probably bulking the rest of us being a barbarian. So yeah, I guess I will I will squeeze through first. And if okay. I can make it, you too can.
0: Okay. And Tommy, I mean you you yourself inside and the first thing you realize is that it's pitch black you immediately have to put your goggles on and i believe neither of uh, Brittany and sophia have dark vision
2: the, you've got the shield if you uncover yeah. the shield that's on, oh, yes. still on fire yeah. but then that will obviously attract all the attention if there's yeah. anything in here yeah it's up to
0: you do you want that light or not
2: i think i will i i will i will you guys to hold fire till i've had a look around first
1: yeah leave
0: it sure okay so you can be led by tommy like he can hold your hand if he wants to to lead you over a particular direction but initially this this in the rock is quite structured it's just a single path that you can take and you start to make your way in it's it's tight it's dark there's no life around you not even the squeaking of rats or anything like that and after about 10 minutes or so it starts to widen, and you feel it opens up to a bit of a, a larger section. And I'm going to bring you all over to a map.
1: No, oh, piss.
0: And <laughs> I've done a few things that hopefully work. Okay. So, if this has worked the way I intended, right now, only Tommy should see anything. I can see stuff. Yeah.
1: Right, I'm going into the next room.
0: <laughs> and you should be able to move your uh, character around and see different things as you wish to, because you should only see I a small amount.
2: I can. Interesting. Ooh. Mm. Look at Roll20 being fancy. All right. This is an advertisement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roll20 sponsored by GCMP.
2: Hey, if we can sponsor something, we'll be doing a lot better than we currently are. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: All
0: so right. Yeah, should... Yes, I so can. So currently, only Tommy can see anything as the other two are in behind him in pure darkness. So you are now entering my fun little dungeon. Because oh, we're going to go old school for this one.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, we're playing. Dun- is there a dragon at the end of it? Come on, oh, guys. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> hey, hey, we've finally got to a dungeon in Dungeons and Dragons. How how long has it been?
0: Taking what one hundred and thirty odd episodes or something? How many have we done at this point? <laughs> yeah, <Shut laughs>
2: something <out>. like that.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, I like it. I like yeah, it.
0: One hundred and sixty fifth episode, I think this one is. Jesus. And we finally <laughs> found a dungeon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. So. Like a- Tommy. This is this is this is about as, as traditional as we've ever got. Definitely, it definitely, like yeah,
0: yeah. So, plan your moves because this is dangerous. What you're gonna do?
2: <laughs> ah, shit!
0: And okay. Tommy, only you can see.
2: Yep, uh, I'm gonna make. I'm just gonna move like ten feet ahead so I can see down the corridors either side, and I'm gonna encourage the other two to to follow up behind me.
1: Holding hands? Can we just hold hands? I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna gonna make Brittany deeply uncomfortable by holding her hand.
3: Come on, Brittany. So just like squirting some, you know, uh, Christ, I can't remember what they call it—alcohol gel. <laughs> 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 Covid? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is Covid? Who so, is Covid?
0: Uh, that's so 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing right now, I mean, Sophia and. Brittany, you can't see your tokens, right? Nope. Nope. Good, because I'm going to move you if you're holding hands.
3: God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. I, I mean, I'll tell you when to unsheath the shield if shit goes sideways. So I've I've just moved down a little bit, and I can see there's a corridor going off to the left hand side. A corridor seems quite short. Seems like it reaches a wall or something to the left. To the right hand side. This is my character's directions, by the way. Tommy's moving moving forward. So to his to his right was the, was the wall. To his left, there's a much longer corridor that I can kind of... It seems like it continues stretching and it might be starting to go around a corner there. But that's like 60 feet, I can see that way. Uh, we're in a sort of a larger chamber here at the moment. And then further down and a little bit again towards the left-hand side, there's a, there's a corridor that goes all the way down there. So I might move kind of 10 feet to the left to see as far as I can down that corridor and you'll drag you with me and again yeah that's I can see 60 feet down there and there's nothing down any any of these corridors at least that I can see at the moment
0: so what you're finding so far this area you're in still looks very uh, it's unworked stone and rock this clearly wasn't built out at least not in detail so you're either in between whatever is considered the lower levels of the castle and probably what they worked into when originally building.
2: Okay, so I move 30 feet all the way over to my character's left. And yeah, that's just a dead end little chamber there. So we'll, we'll make our way back again. So we can kind of, we can go down or we can go across. The way across also looks like there might be steps going down. The way, right, yeah. sorry, cross, cross. Yeah, okay, so we go five, ten. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50 feet across, Six, 55 feet across. Um, so it right at the far extent of this tunnel we've just moved down. Um, i can still stealthing. We, we've come to a chamber here.
0: Yes, and what you see on this chamber across the floor, probably about, guess, maybe up to your hips, maybe a little higher, you see this swirling green liquid covering the chamber. In this little open bit, and then I think you can see just a little bit beyond. It goes back to regular floor.
2: Is liquid up ahead? Can I see like any small stones or anything?
0: Yeah, certainly. Around? Yeah. yeah, it's all loose rock around here.
2: Okay, I'll grab grab a small bit of rock and just kind of toss it in. Does it seem to appear like water, or does it appear like something more nefarious?
0: It sinks straight through. You do see a little bit of smoke trail up. As it goes beneath the, the liquid
2: okay cool uh, guys I think the uh, chamber may be filled with some kind of chemical or acid or liquid we don't particularly want to step in so if we I are going to we go, go, go the, well if we are going to go this way we're gonna, gonna need to try and rig up something also how weird, far ahead
1: lo- is it like how long is it for
2: uh, so the chamber to get to the I can't see the whole chamber can see about three quarters, well what I assume is about three quarters of it. It might continue on much further over to my character's left. To my character's right I can see the start of another passage in the wall and that's like one, ten, five, ten, fifteen. It's like fifteen feet diagonally and then five feet down to get into there. So we'd have to do some kind of jury rigging of a rope and I'd need to get you guys to have some light to be able to see.
0: Um, So on me as you're describing this out to your companions as they are unable to see anything. You're stood just at the edge down these uh, sort of half-built steps that lead down to this chamber full of this swirling green liquid. You notice your feet feel a little bit wet and you look down and seeping out of the green is this black puddle that just as you start to step back bursts up from the ground in this ooze-like ape coming forward to grab you. And we're going to roll initiative next week. Oh. As we end the episode. T-
2: to- to- Tommy screams, Shield light! Shield light! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can not I just say shield? No, you you would have thought maybe you're casting shield. Yeah, someone might mask. have
2: tried to cast shield, which, to be fair, I'll take. But... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's pretty cool, though. I'm liking this. I mean, the, I there hasn't you been can any... fucking see, you dipshit. Yeah, there hasn't been anything like, I don't know, part of me was like, one I just let you guys see? But quite enjoying
0: the the, the game. Mm-hmm. As they were, and of course, if, uh, as you said before, if Sophia reveals her light, everyone else can see it too.
2: Exactly, and they can probably
0: see it from further away than she can see with it. How mm-hmm. the nature of light works. I will tell you, this took fucking ages to do all the light on, so I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. <laughs>
2: it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like it. it. <laughs> it's,
0: even, it's even more cool,
2: like, moving your sprite around and, like, seeing the, the angles change.
0: Yes, I really like that. I think that's quite cool, because then it's it's very difficult to, to just to peek behind the curtain here a little bit. Like, when you normally play on Roll20 without the dynamic light, it's hard to hide things. Like, if I want to show you 60 feet ahead, it's quite hard to cut that out so that you see a correct view and not just me showing you everything. Whereas here I can set up how all the walls work and how the light goes around it and what creates light and be like, okay, well, you see what you see.
2: Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool.
0: Yeah. We'll explore more of this in the next episode as you guys go into the, uh, the catacombs of Sol Nostra. Oh, oh man that's it's
2: fun. that 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 feels like a supplement mate that feels like that's that's uh, you've 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 purchased that from Wizards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no this is all written by me which means it's worse in so many ways <laughs> what was
2: for us uh, more entertaining hopefully for our listeners yeah. hopefully but
0: well thank you for joining us everyone that was gunpowder treason no plots i was your dm host adam cookson and if you enjoyed the show please do go over to patreon.com slash gtmp and support us there or also go check out our show on any podcast provider and give us a rating because when you rate us other people find us and it's all happy all round. if you want to chat to us on twitter we're all there with our it's all there with uh, our player names and GTMP at the end of it, and we have a WordPress website and a Facebook group all at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I'm gonna hand us over to our co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. That was ominous. It's ask
4: Dick. Hello, my name is Dick Bait. The Agniant for Varadin, trapped in a jab. Today, I have a special guest. Krasitz! I think I'm saying that correctly. Uh, oh,
0: yes. Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Uh,
4: yes, it does. It is, uh, it's a rather nice name, but... Yes, you wanted this time to introduce yourself and to uh, talk to me, so... Let's hear what you have to say.
0: Mm-hmm. I did indeed, because I wanted to get to know you just a little bit better. You see, I've been watching you... While you've been trapped in this little gem here, losing your mind. It's been fun. (laughs) And I must admit, I feel a bit of a kindred spirit with you. Don't you think? You and I, we could get along very well. Uh, I think we uh, we, we seem to have very similar uh,
4: ideas. And, uh, you know, it's quite lonely in this gem.
0: I imagine it is. Very stuffy in here, right?
4: <laughs> yes, yes, and uh yes, lonely and oh, you know, maybe you you should forget some of the things you've said to.
0: Definitely. <laughs> oh, I understand. I understand indulgence. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. I'll just watch from the corner.
2: It's okay with that, I suppose. <laughs> C- considering the circumstances, anyway.
1: <laughs> Pinky motherfuckers.
3: Oh, yeah, they they can place Doggy Biscuit in there as much as they like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grazitz is my ceiling cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I guess I was starting to wonder, how much longer are you going to hide in here? hope.
4: Um, well... Dick hasn't really thought of a way out, but, uh, is there a way out?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, there's an easy way out.
4: Tell, tell, tell Dick, Dick. Dick has a very important mission, you see. And, uh, yes, Dick was hopeful friends would save him, but, uh, you know, that could take a very long time.
0: Oh, indeed, and I believe they're not doing too well. They're suffering alone without you. It's
4: Oh, everybody needs a bit of dick in their life.
0: Oh, I agree. <laughs> well, then, if you want to find a way out of here, let's you and I make a deal. ba 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 It's Ask Dick.
2: So, if I had a nickel for every time Bunkle's char- one of Bunkle's characters has flirted with a creepy American, I'd have two nickels. (laughs) Isn't a lot, but it's kind of weird that it happened twice.
1: (laughs) It's so creepy. What is going on?
2: Uh, Suffice to say, probably nothing good.
1: Why is everything bad happening around you?
2: It's because this is gunpowder, treason, and no plot. And we've had... Was it 160-odd episodes of this kind of shit? <laughs> Strap yourself in. It's going to get way worse.
1: It really is. Hey,
2: this might be a good guy. Dick doesn't know. Yeah, Dick doesn't know. Anyone with access to Google, however. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even, like, reasonable level of D&D knowledge. Fine creepy relics in vampires' basements is standard.
2: Yeah. I'm kind of intrigued as to how he got there. That that feels like an interesting tale, but mm. probably for another day. Shall I make a roll with the fancy dice I'm tower? still
1: freaked out. You but let me know on. when I can
2: make the roll, then. Okay, thank you. That's a three, so 36. 36.
1: No, we haven't had the cube of force. Oh my goodness, this is a long one. Uh, this cube is about an inch across. Each face has a distinct Distinct marking on it that can be pressed. The cube starts with 36 charges and it regains one d20 expended charges daily at dawn. I'm guessing it just does a load of shit. Right, let me see. You can use this action to press one of the cube's faces expending a number of charges based on the chosen face as shown on the table. Each face has a different effect. Um, okay, so one, gas, fog, and wind, and can't pass through a barrier. Two non-living matter can pass through. Can't pass through the barrier. Ooh, I'd like that. Looks mm. Like the undead, right? Non-living. Um, they living. Three living um, matter right? can't pass through the barrier. Bell effects can't pass through the barrier. Five nothing can pass through the barrier. And six deactivate. That'd be quite an interesting um, little thing if oh. you'd ever want to put it in the game, Cookson. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Items. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but but you have to live first.
2: This <laughs> isn't a rogue like, is it? <laughs> ah,
0: <laughs> <Fuck>. yes. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Trees and no plots and we will see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.